your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Avalanche fans, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli, with another episode of the podcast that's dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche. And today, we are dedicating some of our show to other teams within the Locked On NHL family because we are doing part one of two of our Locked On NHL mock draft. So all the hosts in the NHL podcasts uh, all get their picks in. We go by the order of the draft, and we will do picks 1 through 16 here today. We will also get into Jacob McDonald getting his season grade and some more Gabe Landeskog news, a little bit that was thrown out there, and the Seattle Kraken. Does this affect anything and not in the way that you might be thinking. So uh, we'll get to that in the beginning and then get to the mock draft. So uh, like I said, we'll, we'll do two parts today, one through 16. Tomorrow will be the rest. We'll also talk about because tomorrow is the expansion draft. So whoever or today, I should say, I'm recording this on Tuesday, so it'll be out on Wednesday. Tonight will be the expansion draft. So whoever they take, definitely be talking about that for tomorrow's show along with the remainder of the first round of the mock picks. So it was a fun thing that we're doing over there. So first things first, follow the show on social media outlets, Twitter, LOPN underscore Avalanche, Instagram, search for Lockdown Avalanche, and send questions, comments, concerns, opinions to LockdownAvalanche at gmail.com. So on the latest episode of As the Landeskog Turns, the last thing that I heard is that he, well, his agent, has had discussions with the Seattle Kraken. Uh, Now, that's not surprising at all. I'm sure the Kraken are, it's a fast and furious pace that they're going to have to talk to these guys. They don't, if they want that player signed and they don't have to deal with anybody else, they got to do it quickly. So they have, they have a few days where they have that exclusive window where they're the only ones talking to guys. Um, and from what we hear, they did talk to Gabe Landeskog's agent and that was it. And there was nothing after that. So there's been nothing since I don't, I, I, I don't know the day. I mean, it could have been Sunday and we didn't hear about it until today, but according to the sources, uh, yeah, they had a discussion and that was it. So other people are saying from the Kraken side that it's kind of what the Avalanche are hearing. He's just asking for too much. So does that change anything between him and the Avalanche? It, now he he is getting, you're asking for too much from two teams. Uh, the, the Colorado Avalanche, who we know uh, can compete for Stanley Cup now, and they are, and an expansion team who is starting from scratch. Uh, they've got one guy signed. Well, I think two, but they haven't announced it yet. I think they're obviously they're going to announce it at the uh, expansion draft. But a team that you know could essentially work their way around picking other players if they really wanted him that bad, 
and they're starting at zero. They're they're forming a brand new team, and they haven't signed a guy, and they're telling him that you want too much. So does this do anything to him? Uh, I I don't. Maybe it makes him come down a little bit with the Abs, but he I mean he's probably all it takes is one team. It takes one team to say yeah we'll pay you that much. But under normal circ, uh, cap circumstances, I think he'd get that no problem. But teams are strapped, and the you know the teams that can give him that money, he might not want to go there because they might not be able to compete for a cup the way the Avs can, or the way these other teams that he's saying he wants to go to can. So I think, at least for now, that works in the Avalanche favor. So it doesn't, it you know, it, it kind of validates what they're telling him. It's like, look, you're like I know you want that. We can't give that to you. And now you have an expansion team supposedly reporting uh, that that they said this, technically said the same thing to him. So I think at least for, you know, a, a day, that's a win for the Avalanche. Uh, does it get anything done? Maybe not immediately. But let's just say he hears it from a third team. Now that's a trend. And maybe that changes his thinking a little bit. So it still remains to be seen. Uh, we still have a little while before this really starts to kick into high gear. Uh, because, you know, he can't can, he can't negotiate with anybody else other than the Kraken if he wants to negotiate with people. So once the draft is over and done with, and then he starts talking to other teams, then we'll know relatively quickly. Because if other teams are telling him the same thing, he might come back to the avalanche with his tail between his legs saying, okay, I'll, I'll come down. I'm hearing it from too many teams. So, you know, just because he's hearing it from the Avalanche and the Kraken does not mean that's what every single team is going to say. Like I said, you just got to have that one team that will take a chance on him. But does that one team fit into what he wants to do and where he wants to go? A lot of ifs here. So, uh, yeah, we'll see after the expansion draft. Uh, I want to get to Jacob McDonald's grade for this season, and then we will jump right into... The uh, Locked On NHL Mock Draft, picks 1 through 16. Uh, And for Jacob, let me bring up his uh, poll here. A solid, solid B for Jacob McDonald. So he had, I'll round up, 15% for an A, 66% for a B, 19% for a C, and nobody gave him a D or an F. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the masses here and, and say B for myself. I For the simple fact, nobody really expected him to do much of anything. And when he filled in, I don't remember who he filled in for, but when he did fill in, it could have been for could have been for Johnson. I don't really remember. But um, when he did fill in, I think people were like, well, you know, let's just let this guy play a couple games, get whoever he's filling in for back and you know hopefully he doesn't screw anything up for us and he did the total opposite he was he was a a a fun player to watch because it was just like he threw caution to the wind he's like what else do i have to lose and he was not shy about shooting uh he was not shy about throwing his body around it was it was almost like i have this opportunity 
who knows if I'm going to get it again. I got to show these guys what I can do immediately. And he did. You know, he didn't score a ton of points, but it's not for a lack of trying. He was shooting every opportunity that he had, and he was taking smart shots. Uh, he wasn't just firing a shot because he just had the, the puck on his stick. Uh, I think the downside for him was that two-game suspension that was complete BS. Uh, was it a bad hit? Yeah, but we all, you know, we, we've talked over and over about the inconsistencies with uh, the suspensions, and that is definitely, definitely one of them. His, you know, the first time he's ever had to have a talking to, a sit down with Department of Player Safety, and they throw a two game suspension on him. Zero history. And that kind of affected him afterwards. So, um, did I, did, did he, I'm trying to remember how many play, games he played after that, but if any, I, I, it's escaping me right now, but I don't know. It just seemed to be like, uh, un, unwarranted. And, but it, I don't think it takes away from, the season that he had. So um, I do have a write-up in the hockey writers uh, for the you know four possible players that Seattle could take, and I put him in there as the long shot. Uh, and for a number of reasons. You can go read the article, but uh, I, I like him. I, I think he does have a future with this team. The fact that he's a childhood Avalanche fan is fantastic. Um, and yeah, there's nothing but good things to say about Jacob McDonald. So I hope he gets more of a chance next year. And he very well might and should uh, because he, he's a good offensive player. Not in the sense that he can score a ton of points, uh, but that he's not shy. And he's he's a good defensive player. He's not afraid to, to body somebody up. So yeah, I agree with what Twitter says. A B for Jacob McDonald. And I look forward to seeing what he can do for for next season, given the opportunity. All right, so let's hear from a couple sponsors and then jump into the uh, Locked On NHL Mock Draft. So we have the Spotify Green Room. And the Green Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download. And once you're in, you can talk with me other fans sometimes there's athletes on there there's insiders in there uh all in real time about your favorite team or sport i will be hosting and i hate to break this to people i will be hosting what likely will be the last green room discussion uh on thursday we do it we do it thursday in between 9 30 and 10 o'clock eastern time um our time with green room seems to be coming to an end. I can still use it. I just, well, there, there, there's, there's reasons why I, I can't specifically use, uh, use it in the capacity that we've been using it. So we might move things somewhere else, but I'll let everybody know about that. But it's possible. This could be the last green room room that we do on Thursday. So definitely get in, on that conversation because that's in between the expansion draft, which will be done and the prospect draft, which will be happening the next day. So we're going to have a lot to talk about in that green room. So it's the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league or your favorite teams. You'll find fans just like you on the green room, watch for watch parties, debates, post game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big news or rumors. So go download the free Green Room app now. 
currently available on iOS and Android devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter account, and join whatever league and whatever team for the groups and the rooms. And stay up to date on all the latest news and updates. So once again, follow me at Locked On Avalanche and join the green room. That'll be Thursday. Uh, once you follow me and the room goes live, you get a notification for it. But it's usually between 9.30 and 10 o'clock on Thursday. All right. Uh, also brought to you by Built Bar. And Built Bar has so many delicious flavors. How can you pick just one? They have flavors like coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry. So many delicious flavors. And if you can't just pick one, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine major flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they are healthy too. Check out the macros. They have 17 to 18 grams of protein. Calories range from 130 to 180. They only have 4 to 5 grams of sugar and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. All amazing flavors. All tasty. All healthy. And Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. How awesome is that? So go to BuiltBar.com right now. Use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off of your order. Once again, that promo code is LOCKED15 at BuiltBar.com. All right, so let's jump into the Locked On NHL Mock Draft. And like we said, this is picks 1 through 16. And with the Avalanche picking 28, technically it's 27 because Arizona is not picking. Uh, so we because that's later in the draft, in the first round, Obviously, my pick won't be in this 1 through 16, but it's still fun to listen to. If you like this stuff like I do, seeing where these guys go, um, is it, it, it doesn't matter to me that I'm 27 or 28. Uh, there's some guys that don't have first-round picks, like our good friend Adam Denker from Locked on Lightning. Uh, he, even though he doesn't have a first-round pick, he just loves this stuff just as much as I do. So uh, here they are, picks 1 through 16, and very early on, if you joined us for the green room last week, uh, we had Jason Hernandez from Locked on Ducks, who was picking third. And if you didn't listen to that, check it out. Obviously, it's pick three, so it's not very far into it. And he throws the first curveball of the Locked on NHL mock draft. So here it is, picks one through 16, and we will see everybody tomorrow after the expansion draft, talk about who Seattle took as well as the remaining picks of the mock draft round one. Welcome to the Locked On NHL Mock Draft 2.0. Joe DiBiase here from Locked On Sabres and Locked On NHL. In our first mock draft, we didn't know the entire draft order. They had some teams still battling it out in the Stanley Cup playoffs. We only did picks 1 through 16, but this time we've got an entire first round mock for you. All 31 picks in the first round, starting with myself making the first overall selection for the Buffalo Sabres. Hello all, Joe DiBiase from the Locked On Sabres podcast 2.0 version of our Locked On NHL mock draft. And with the first overall pick for the Buffalo Sabres, I am selecting Owen Power. 
defenseman from the University of Michigan. This is a different player than I selected with the pick in the first version of our mock draft where I picked Luke Hughes. After more film analysis, after reading more about each of these players, power to me has to be the pick. And it, there's a reason that he has become the consensus number one overall pick in the late stages of the NHL draft process. He had a great world championships for Team Canada. Started off playing more on their third pair and get worked his way up to a 20 plus minute a game defenseman stretch passes you know good movement for a, a guy of his size at six foot six this is not the bone crushing big bruising scott stevens-esque defenseman that's going to be at the top of your lineup this is a modern day type of defenseman that you want that can that his number one trait might be passing every time he's going to make a stretch pass or even a smaller pass from his own end into the neutral zone it's going to be right on the tape every single time to the forward and i think that's the the number one skill set you want uh, out of your number one defenseman and i think owen power has the ability to be a number one defenseman in the national hockey league good thing for the sabers he doesn't really have to be i mean he could be their number two their number three behind rasmus Dahlin, and i think he'll do just fine probably going back to the university of michigan uh, for his sophomore season next year but then uh, back to the National Hockey League or to the National Hockey League likely in the 2022-23 season. What's cracking hockey fans? Erica Lindsay Ayala, your host of Locked On Kraken, here to announce that with the second overall pick in the Locked On NHL mock draft, the Seattle Kraken select center from the University of Michigan, Matthew Beneers. Beneers continually touted as one of the more well-rounded players in this draft pool also is a two-way player at center 6'2 175 pounds has a year of NCAA experience we picked him once we're sticking with him Matthew Beneers to Seattle and as far as the next pick I think we might have a trade deal to announce hi everyone this is Jason JD Hernandez host of Locked on Anaheim Ducks with some breaking news in the 2021 Locked on mock NHL draft. The Ducks have made a trade with the Buffalo Sabres. The Ducks are giving up their number three pick, Jamie Drysdale, and Adam Henrique to acquire Jack Eichel and a fifth round pick. Once again, the Ducks are trading their number three pick and Drysdale and Henrique in order to pick up Jack Eichel and a fifth. Hey guys, Joe DiBiase from the Locked on Sabres podcast. And with the third overall pick in the 2021 NHL mock draft, the Buffalo Sabres select William Eklund, Swedish forward out of Jurgsgarten. I'm only 60% sure I'm pronouncing his team right. This is with a Jack Eichel trade to the Anaheim Ducks uh, that I made with Jason Hernandez from Locked on Ducks. I think the Ducks are a very likely outcome for a Jack Eichel trade. They possess the third overall pick. That's really the main reason why they would outrank a team like L.A. at 8 or Minnesota at 21 uh, or other teams a little bit further down the draft order. You get the third pick. There are reports out there that the Sabres have William Eklund out of Sweden as the number one forward on their draft board. A little smaller in stature, a good skater, not necessarily the fastest skater when you go straight ahead speed, but his edge work, the side-to-side movement is all there. The hands are there. The shot is pretty good. He says he wants to improve on that, and he definitely does need improvement on the shot if he wants to be a goal scorer in the NHL. But he's got the hands, the vision, the hockey IQ to be an elite playmaker 
in the National Hockey League, and I think he projects as a top six winger in the National Hockey League. And with the Sabres trading Jack Eichel, likely trading a guy like Sam Reinhart, they need to stockpile young forwards, and they're doing that with William Eklund in the third overall pick. What's up? This is Trey Matthews of Locked On Devils, and with my fourth overall selection in the Locked On Podcast Network mock draft, the New Jersey Devils are proud to select Luke Hughes, who is committed to play at the University of Michigan, and he's also the younger brother of Quinn and Jack Hughes. Jack Hughes is obviously the starting centerman on the New Jersey Devils roster. So are you thinking nepotism? Well, think again, because Luke Hughes is the best available player that is on the board. So the thing with Luke Hughes is that he starts with a perfect skating posture, uh, settling comfortably into a stride as he darts around the ice. His skating habits are pretty stellar too. So he collects the puck in stride, skates through the passes and weaponizes movement to draw opposing defenders to his orbit, creating space for his teammates. He's always looking to create advantages with the puck on his stick. Now, are we talking about Luke Hughes or Jack Hughes? Because both of them are just great uh, quarterbacks to have for your respective offense. They both know how to facilitate uh, their respective offenses. Obviously, Luke Hughes is a defenseman and Jack Hughes is a center. But at the end of the day, Luke Hughes just has tremendous two-way ability. So he's able to pass, he's able to skate through traffic, and he's able to just create shots for himself as well. So obviously, um, just him being that gifted of a two-way player can pay dividends for the New Jersey Devils as they already have a two-way player who is also relatively young and also a left-handed defenseman, and that is Ty Smith. So now we have another defenseman to look forward to to develop alongside with Ty Smith. So last year, Luke Hughes appeared in the USHL playing for Team USA. He appeared in 18 games, had four goals, 11 assists for a grand total of 15 points. So his only question mark is, in fact, his defense. And I know he is a defenseman, but at the same time, he's just a little too jumpy. I would much rather have a player who is too jumpy rather than a player who is too lazy. So that can obviously be toned down. But Luke Hughes is the best available player on the board for the New Jersey Devils to take with that fourth overall selection. So it is not nepotism. It is just that great ability from Luke Hughes, the younger brother of Jack and Quinn Hughes. So think of uh, Luke Hughes as sort of a, a poor man's uh, Quinn Hughes for right now. Jeff Foster here from Locked On Blue Jackets with the fifth overall pick in the 2021 uh, mock Locked On NHL draft. We are pleased to select from Frölunda Hockey Club in Sweden, defenseman Simon Edvinson. It was it was a no-brainer pick, really. Um, Edvinson has size, he's got skill. Uh, a lot of places have. Uh, said that he is reminiscent of guys like Victor Hedman, guys like Oliver ekman Larson, guys like Seth Jones. Um, his biggest kind of weakness, as with a lot of young players, is, you know, his defense is still a little bit raw. He's got some pretty good offensive upside, but um, he's probably going to need some time in the AHL or still in Europe before he's ready to take on the NHL which seemed perfect for a Blue Jackets team that is probably going to be uh, focused on development over winning for the next couple of seasons. Um, I, I'm really glad that Edmonton dropped to fifth overall. He was probably third on my board after uh, Power and Beignet. So I'm, I'm really happy with this pick and I would think that the Blue Jackets 
would be really happy with this pick as well. Um, and I'm excited to see what comes next for for the Blue Jackets in this draft and for Simon Edmondson. This is Noel Bianchi with the Lockdown Red Wings podcast and with the sixth pick in the 2021 Lockdown NHL Mock Draft 2.0, the Detroit Red Wings are proud to select the goaler from Ulea HF, Jesper Wallstedt. Now look, this pick came down to pretty much two things. One, my delightful co-host Scotty has him number one on his big board. Loves Jesper Wallstedt. Me, I have a couple guys ahead of him, but they were all gone. William Eklund, uh, Owen Power, Matty Beneers, uh, Luke Hughes. So uh, while we took William Eklund in mock draft 1.0, Sabres traded back into the first round and got him in the second version. And that leaves us to choose the only player remaining with Hall of Fame upside. Maybe the only player in this draft with Hall of Fame upside. I'm certainly not upset about this if it transpires this way. Uh, he's the only player in, in this draft, that maybe especially from six on, who's going to have potential to be your best player for the next 10 years. For that reason, I think you take him. I know the argument against taking a goal in the top 10, but I do think the value is there in ways that it typically isn't. San Jose, you're on the clock. Hey, everyone. It's Kyle Demetrius with JD and Eric here from Locked On Sharks podcast. And with the seventh overall pick in the Locked On NHL mock draft, the San Jose Fake Sharks took Brent Clark. Uh, Brent Clark is a defenseman. Uh, last year, he played in the Slovakia League, where he put up uh, five goals, 10 assists and for 15 points in 26 games. Also, an additional uh, seven points in the World Juniors. Uh, and then Eric's going to give us a little bit about his uh, scouting reports. Brent Clark is what you consider an offensive dynamo when it comes to defensemen. He's great in the offensive zone. Um, amazing at helping create offense. He's also not too shabby defensively. He's not an outstanding skater, uh, although I don't think it should be an issue based on scouting reports. And if there's one question mark that a couple of scouts have raised that we've spoken to, it's that maybe he's not always the best at making that first pass or two out of his own end to start the transition the other way. But anytime you can add a guy of his skill set and his hockey IQ at seven, you do it because at the end of the day, when you ask any scouts, his ceiling might be the best defenseman in the draft, and he's one of the premier players uh, to be selected in this draft. So stay tuned to Locked On Sharks for all your draft coverage. Hi, everyone. This is Sarah Avampato from Locked On Los Angeles Kings. With the number eight pick in the Locked On NHL mock draft, the Kings select from the Edmonton Oil Kings of the WHL winger Dylan Gunther. With the more exciting defensemen of this draft class off the board, guys like Luke Hughes, Brant Clark, and Simon Edmondson, and the other available defensemen being a reach at number eight, well, I decided to look at scoring instead, since scoring has long been an area where the Kings could use all the help they can get. And Dylan Gunther, he's scored at every level he's played at. In a shortened WHL season, Gunther scored 12 points and 24 goals with the Oil Kings, as well as seven points in seven games for Canada's under-18 squad, where he was also the alternate captain. And in 2019-20, Gunther recorded 59 points in 58 games. Some prospect analysts suggest that Gunther may be one of the best shooters in this year's draft. And while his defensive abilities could stand to be improved, that's something you could say about a whole lot of other young prospects who have turned into productive NHLers. There's plenty of time for Gunther to round out his game and his hockey IQ, his ability to evaluate when to shoot and when to set up a teammate is something that's already top notch. For more on the Los Angeles Kings as they decide what to do with their first round draft pick, go and follow Locked on Los Angeles Kings wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Mike DiStefano from the Locked On NHL podcast, and I'll be making the selection on behalf of Vancouver. And with the ninth pick in the 2021 NHL entry draft, the Vancouver Canucks are proud to select North Vancouver native Kent Johnson from the Michigan University, the Wolverines, going back to the well. It worked out so well for Vancouver the first time when they took Quinn Hughes a couple of years back from Michigan University. So they go out and they get themselves another dynamic player. And this guy is dynamic, super creative with the puck. Uh, he's a really solid, strong playmaker. Maybe the, one of the biggest upside players in this entire draft and to get him at number nine they got to be pretty happy with themselves had 27 points for Michigan in his uh in his freshman campaign through 26 games playing a lot with Matty Beniers who went who's gonna be a top three pick in this draft as well so uh, the Vancouver Canucks extremely delighted to add a player like Kent Johnson into the nucleus of Bo Horvat, Elias Patterson. Brock Besser, Niels Hoaglander. You've got Vasily Podkolzin coming uh, into the mix pretty soon. And then you've got Quinn Hughes on the back end and Thatcher Demko, obviously man in the pipes. A strong, strong young nucleus growing in Vancouver. And they'll be happy to add Kent Johnson into the mix. And that is going to be the selection at number nine for the Vancouver Canucks. Hey everyone, Ross Levitan here with the Locked On Senators Podcast. And we're for the official Locked On Mock Draft at 10th overall, the Senators are pleased to select from Olton in the Swiss second tier and Peterborough in the OHL, Mason McTavish. He's a powerful centerman with one of the best shots in the draft and he skyrocketed up draft rankings throughout this season that was originally going to be lost due to the COVID pandemic. With Peterborough not starting up the season in the OHL, he was looking for a place to play. And because he has a Swiss passport, found a home in Olton. There, it took some time to adjust playing against men. But when he figured it out, oh, did he ever. He led the team in scoring down the stretch at a hat-trick in a must-win game, and then led them in playoff scoring. Now, what happened when he got back to North America? He went to the U18s and won gold. He was a key member of Team Canada, even taking on the responsibility of captain when Shane Wright went down with injury. After the gold medal there and the body of work in general, he went from about a mid-second round pick and now he looks like he's destined for the top 10. If he falls to 10 with Ottawa, there's no doubt they take the player who grew up only 10 minutes away from the Canadian Tire Centre in Perth in the Ottawa Valley. So that meant also attending off-season skates in the area when he was growing up through midget and all that. And Scott Wheeler told a great story in his feature in The Athletic where he said Mason McTavish's intensity at those skates was known to everybody. Pat Malloy, a skills coach in the Ottawa area, made note of a story when Claude Giroux, captain of the Philadelphia Flyers, makes over $8 million a season, and they were going toe-to-toe at it the entire skate, jawing, and Mason McTavish wasn't backing down one bit. Probably the only player in U18 tournament history with a full beard. Like, this guy's just mature beyond his years, and he puts up points in bunches. He's the type of player any GM would be lucky to have, and he's our number one pick for the Senators at number 10. Kent Johnson's good, don't get me wrong. The Canucks made a great pick there at 9, but also sticking with the local angle, Mason McTavish would look great as an Ottawa Senator. Hey hockey fans, this is Robin Leonio with Locked On Coyotes, the 11th pick in the 2021 NHL Draft, and the Locked On NHL Mock Draft belongs to the Arizona Coyotes. However, due to pre-draft combine testing violations that took place last year, Commissioner Gary Bettman 
decided Arizona will be forfeiting their 2020 second round draft pick, so that was last year, as well as their first round pick this year, and thus a selection is not being made. This forfeiture sets back a rebuilding team that was really hoping for a fresh start as they transition to the Central Division. Uh, you know, the first time they'll be moving to a new division. And, uh, you know, they have a lot of steps to make to uh, really kind of help, you know, mitigate the effects of, you know, for having to forfeit the 11th pick. And to hear about all these steps that this Kyrie's team is working on this offseason, in spite of this pick forfeiture, be sure to check us out at LockedOnCoyotes, at LO underscore Coyotes on Twitter, and found wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Jack Bushman from Lockdown Blackhawks. With the 12th overall selection in the Lockdown NHL mock draft, the Chicago Blackhawks select from the SHL winger Fabian Liesel. The Blackhawks love going with European prospects in the first round of the draft, and I think they're going to add another one here in Swedish winger Fabian Liesel. The Hawks are in a little bit of an interesting spot, though, at number 12, but I think with Mason McTavish, Jesper Wallstead, and Kent Johnson all already being off the board in this mock draft, I think the Blackhawks are looking for the player with the highest upside left available, and I believe that could be Fabian Liesel, and a lot of that has to do with his speed. Liesel is one of the fastest players overall in this draft class, and he also adds with that a very sound overall skill set offensively, so if the Blackhawks are looking upside at number 12, I believe Fabian Liesel is a great selection out of the SHL. I'm Jess Belmost O of Locked On Flames with the 13th overall pick here at the 2021 Locked On Mock NHL Draft. And with the 13th pick, the Calgary Flames select Cole Sillinger of the Sioux Falls Stampede. Sillinger adds down the middle depth for the Flames who are in need of that as they potentially are moving on from some of their core members. And Cole Sillinger had 24 goals and 22 assists in 31 games in the 2021 COVID season. He stands at about six feet tall and weighs just about 190 pounds. And we look forward to welcoming welcoming him here in Calgary. With the official 14th pick, but actually the 13th pick in the Locked On NHL mock draft, we again take on behalf of the Philadelphia Flyers, Chaz Lucius, center from the USNDTP. We were surprised the first time around that Chaz was still on the board at 13, given that he's been a rising star in the rankings over the past couple of months, but it seems like we here at Locked On have definite opinions on who to take, and we like Chaz for a lot of the same reasons we did before. Corey Pronman and the athletic rankings have him at seven. The NHL ranked him at number nine, although Elite Prospects and Tony Ferrari of Dober Prospects both have him a little bit lower at 17. Chaz had an injury this past season, but he returned late to score 13 goals and five assists in 12 games, which is above a point per game average. He's primarily known as a strong shooter with tremendous skill and creativity at picking his spot in front of the net or from a distance. And to that point, the HockeyProspect.com NHL Draft Black Book noted that One area that makes Lucius so dangerous when catching and releasing is regarding his 
mastery of catching off his front and back foot, depending on the angle he receives the pass. Some players are much better at catching off one foot or the other, but he can catch off both. This allows him to remain balanced, which is critical when generating the necessary posture to shoot the puck when receiving passes. Lucius is known to have a high hockey IQ, both with and without the puck, and is a great play driver and puck handler. In most situations, he will find the open guy and get him the puck. The main thing people say he needs to work on, surprise, surprise, is his skating. So he fits in with the Flyers. Mostly, it's on his speed and transition. Additionally, scouts have suggested that his game doesn't have enough pace and that he dangles a bit too much. We think these are things that he can improve on and pick up his speed during the next couple of years. Chaz Lucius is a Minnesota native and he's committed to the University of Minnesota, which we know Chuck Fletcher loves. So if he's somehow still available when the Flyers are picking and they still have that pick, Chaz Lucius would be a fantastic addition to the Flyers prospect pool and playing next year at Minnesota will give him a really great opportunity to get those skating skills up and improve his game overall at the NCAA level. Hey guys, Brandon Pillar from the Locked On Senators podcast here with you in place of the Locked On Stars podcast to make the 15th overall pick in this year's edition of the Locked On Podcast Network's NHL Mock Draft. And with the 15th overall pick, the Dallas Stars are proud to select from Carpat in Liga, Atu Ratti. Now, this is a guy who a lot of scouts a year ago had pegged as all the way as the number one guy. He has since fallen out of favor, but I think there's a lot of upside to be had here. We're talking about a guy who has a pro frame already at six foot 181 pounds. He has 47 games of Liga experience under his belt, and I see him as someone who stays as a centerman rather than shifting to the wing like a lot of other younger prospects do when they reach upper competition levels. The reason being is, like I mentioned, the size is there, but he's also able to carry the puck up the ice and he's able to adapt to defenses trying to stop him at the blue line. He's very creative in getting the puck into the zone. And once they're in the zone, he has no fear getting to that high slot, high danger area to use his shot to beat goalies. And he has a great shot already. I see him as someone who there's a lot of upside to be had here. And the Dallas Stars are lucky to be able to select him with the 15th overall pick. What is going on, everybody? This is John Chick with Locked On New York Rangers. And with the number 15 pick in the 2021 NHL Draft, New York Rangers are proud to select Francesco Pinelli, center for the Kitchener Rangers of the OHL. So you see, he's already a Ranger and it just makes sense. Uh, But no, uh, there's a lot to like about this kid. Six foot one, 185 pounds. So he's got some size. He's got some grit. He uh, has a really lethal wrist shot by all accounts by scouts who covered this draft. They all agree that he's got uh, one of the better shots of any player available in this draft. Plays a very physical style, a uh, great passer, high hockey IQ, and is defensively responsible. Basically, it's just a complete list of everything that you would want to see from a center in the NHL. And on top of that, you know, I'm not really that big on drafting from a position of need in the NHL because a lot of times what will happen is, you know, you'll draft somebody and then it's one or two or even three years before we see this guy play in the NHL. And by that time, you know, the dynamic of your NHL roster may have changed a little bit and something that was looking like a weakness when you drafted that player is now maybe not so much a weakness or it might even be a strength by then. But when you look at the Ranger center situation, it is a little bit scary 
because they are thin at that position to begin with. And the only two big time centers that they have are Mika Zibanejad and Ryan Strom. And both of those guys are scheduled to be unrestricted free agents after this season ends. So I think if there's ever a time to kind of make an exception and indeed draft from a position of need, this is the time to do it right here, right now, this season, go out and get yourself a center. But Pinelli, you know, he put up big numbers in the OHL in 2019-2020, and then he was also loaned to the Alps Hockey League and uh, hit the ground running there, put up some strong numbers there as well, and gives you some position versatility as well because he can also play a little bit of wing. He's, he's predominantly played center, but he can go to the wing if you need him to be there, and that's always a good thing too for all the reasons that we just mentioned. So, yes, give me Francesco Pinelli with the number 15 pick in the 2021 NHL Draft, and St. Louis Blues, you are on the clock. All right. And like we said, the St. Louis Blues will be on the clock, and we will hear that pick and the remainder, including mine, on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Avalanche. So uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in for today. We will see everyone tomorrow. Definitely follow me on Twitter because uh, whoever is selected, uh, you know, will definitely be talking about it on uh, social media and I will be hosting uh, not only my show, obviously, but the Locked On NHL show tomorrow. We record that after the draft as well, where uh, Adam and I will, will break down the expansion draft. And did they do well? Did they do poorly in some spots? What's to be expected now that we finally have a Kraken roster? So lots to get to, and that'll all be tomorrow. So I uh, hope you enjoyed part one of the Locked On NHL mock draft. And part two is coming tomorrow, including my pick. And uh, we'll see everyone tomorrow. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Have a good one. Here's Jovi. Go, Abs, go.